everyone, welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power magazine. You're joining us at the halfway mark of this issue, which is issue 83 from April of 1996. We're picking it up at the Epic Center, which is on page 55. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always is my exciting co-host, Mike. Hey, everybody. All right, let's stick right into it here. So we did all our plugs and whatnot in the first issue. I'll give you one more chance to plug your latest Graveyard Shift episode, though, since it is very exciting. Oh, the Graveyard Shift had a wonderful guest, Lloyd Kaufman, the creator, director of Trauma Films. You've seen them, The Toxic Avenger, Citizen Toxie, Trauma's War, Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead. (laughs) So many schlocky comedy movies, Mm -hmm. and we got to talk with the man behind them. He... He only promised us 20 minutes and stuck around for two hours, which was way more than any of us could hope for. But, you know, it was a real honor that we were able to keep his attention. And he, uh, you know, he went on and on. And it was kind of like the verbal equivalent of a bull in a china shop where, you know, you tried to you tried to get him to answer something. And and he does. But then he just doesn't stop. Hmm. But you don't but you don't want to stop him because he's so. He's just so passionate and hilarious. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll let him tire out, and then I'll, I'll I'll hit him with another question eventually. Well, congratulations again on that get. That is super. And I hope that... Uh, Thank you. Again, I hope that he doesn't go back and listen to the episode that John was on and then subsequently tell you he doesn't want to post his interview. <laughs> Not that that's ever happened to us. <laughs> Oh no! Everybody loves. Everybody's proud to be a part. Everyone of, loves having this podcast. Everyone who's somebody loves to have their name associated with the Playing with Power podcast. <laughs> uh, and then I'm also uh, bringing back my old technology discussion podcast, where we talk about technology, science, breakthroughs, gizmos, uh, developments, good news, positivity, and uh, all these things discussed by two idiots, which is me and my. Uh, the owner of the, the new owner of the network, Rich Reader, and that's uh, Techno Babble. But you find it on the Geek Fallout Productions Facebook page and in the iTunes and Stitcher. That's what it's uh, labeled under. Because we have a whole bunch of other podcasts in the back archive, but we've uh, recently started like airing Techno Babble uh. too. If you go there for the babble, you start there and you're good. It's complicated, but you know. You know, I said you get one plug, not two. Mister uh, oh. gets throws in all of his stuff at once. <laughs> well, since you've done it, I may as well do it myself. So, <laughs> if you want to find out more from me, I have my own podcast, a little solo project. It's a short form podcast about music. It's called Repeat One. That's O N E. So it's Repeat and then the word One all together. You can find it on iTunes, on uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, Facebook.com slash repeat one podcast and it's about music you can play on loop and the stories behind them so I hope you check it out and enjoy it all right none of that enough of that let's dig into the uh, issued hand here the epic center they're giving us some some news on the Lufia 2 that will be coming to the Super Nintendo soon and then they quickly skip over that coverage and tell us more about Super Mario RPG it says, get ready. I thought we already covered this. Is it still coming? <laughs> uh, well, we do get to see some levels 
at least the first level or two, and a uh, world map. It just looks very similar to what we saw in the last issue, but uh, here we are anyway. Yeah. And it's a Super Mario RPG. You all know my history with this game, so we're going to save that. Yeah. What's the deal? Okay, so I don't. I haven't played this game, and I will when we actually get to actual coverage of it. Um, so at least have a unique take, hopefully. On page 62, what's the deal with the Mario in this golden shining hammer? Uh, okay, let me just get to 62. Um... Don't. Uh, well, your ha- the hammer is something that you uh, you eventually get as a weapon because Mario's initial attacks are just jump and punch. So is this the fabled like hammer from Donkey Kong? It looks like it. That one. Yeah. So when you equip this, I guess your punch attack becomes a hammer mm. hit. The hammer is my penis. <laughs> All right. So it says the epic continues, and they're going to go over it more again next month. So, huzzah! And then let's dig into the next game here. It's called Tactics Ogre. Oh, hold on. Have you not... Are you just skipping over the Asian frog with a Fu Manchu? I guess we can cover him. Whose name is Frog Fucius. (laughs) That's amazing. This game is... uh, It's called an epic for a reason. This game is the first Mario RPG, which gave us Paper Mario and uh, Mario and Luigi, like Bowser's Inside Story, Mm -hmm. the Superstar Saga, uh, the Thousand Year Door. This is where it all began, and it was quite a beginning. Like, it did not... It was not, like, a weak entry. Hmm. Well, like I said, I will check it out when we actually get to actual coverage of it instead of just these previews. <coughs> All right. Tactics Ogre. Tell me about it. Well, I didn't get too much chance to uh, play it, but from what I've seen, it's very much like Final Fantasy Tactics. You got, uh, you're got you on a grid. There's like levels, like raised levels. Like you can be like on the... Uh, well, I don't mean levels like different areas. I mean platforms, like ledges. Yeah, platforms and ledges you can climb up to gain like an upper advantage, like mm. if you're an archer. And uh, you can select a group of people that will fight. You move along a grid one square at a time with a uh, with a range depending on your character. Like if you're like a heavy character, you can only move like two or three squares. Mm-hmm. And if you're a uh, lighter character, then you can move around to like seven seven different uh, squares all around. And you can either uh, attack with your sword, which means you can only attack the one thing in front of you that is directly in front of you. Or if you're a ranged fighter, like a mage or an archer, you can stand behind an enemy. You can stand behind a uh, a fighter and hit the enemy in front of that guy. So they make great support. But, uh, you know, you get up close to them and uh, that advantage becomes a weakness. And uh, it describes here that the game is set in after the war in Zenobia, where in a distant land where three realms are divided. Denim, the hero of the game, tries to unify the three lands. Helping him are his sister Katya, a childhood friend Vance, a winged man named Canopus and Warren, and a wizard who you may recall from Ogre Battle, 
So I guess this is a sequel. Mm-hmm. And you get to uh, you get four gods: water, earth, yeah, fire, water, wind, and earth presiding over the destinies. One of these gods will be your protector, aiding your magic and hindering your foes in battle. You must also contend with the goddess of light and darkness. A character's alignment will determine their fate in upcoming battles. So it's like one of these weird stats where you'll be better against some enemies and weaker against others. Hmm. And uh, it's got quite a learning curve. It says here that the game seems slow. Battles may take half an hour or more to complete, but each battle is a strategic game within itself. So if you like Final Fantasy Tactics, try this game because it looks very rich, interesting, excellent graphics, and uh, good play control. It's definitely a game I would like to spend more time with. And uh, we did some, we, we did a little bit of research uh, prior to this, so it was never released for Super Nintendo in the U.S. So if you re- you can find a, a fan translation of it, <clears throat> which has some interesting and it's got, oh, yeah. <laughs> takes on it. Like, what were, the, what were some of the language they had in there? Uh, well, I named my character Fuck because. Like, I just thought that was interesting. But then it surprised me by having the guys say, like, fuck, we can't take out, we can't, we, we can't handle this shit. And I'm like, wait a second, I only put in one curse word. Where's this other one coming from? <laughs> and then one of the guys is just like, uh, like the lady that you're uh, with, she's being nice to these mercenaries. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the, the potty mouth asshole, he doesn't get it. So she's like, look, I'm just being nice to that to help us. You're taking advantage of people, you bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, this is a Super Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it turns out in Japan, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Did you see what Nintendo named their character in the screenshot here? Uh, Mario. Yep, they can guess it. <laughs> so this game did come out for the United States on the PlayStation in 98. And then the remastered version came out in 2011 in North America for uh, uh, PlayStation Portable. So, And it seems like that's the way to go because you get a world map that you can use to uh, replay old missions, I guess, to see uh, different endings. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's the easiest one to use. And then we were just talking before we started recording that, so Ogre Battle, the first game, is the name of a Queen song from Queen 2, but uh, I didn't think it had any relationship. Well, now we've confirmed that they are the titles of these are, in fact, referencing Queen songs in some way because the subtitle attached to Ogre is something called Let Us Cling Together. And Mike, where's that from? That's from Leo Trattoria from... Uh Queen at the races. They at the races. Yep. So clearly, Quest, the creators of this uh, of these games, are uh, fans of Queen. Well, the first game is uh, like officially titled "March of the Black Queen," mm-hmm. which was another uh, Queen two song. Yeah, that's true. So clearly, fans there. All right. So let's move on to the next game. Here we've got some uh, FAQs and strategy. Questions about Sid Meier's Civilization. Did you get a chance to check this out? Barely. I got to move around a couple squares, uh, build a soldier, and then that's when you called me to play this game. <laughs> to uh, do the show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. But but you did get to see what I named my town. Shitburg? 
<laughs> and and, oh. and my leader was uh, Queef Elizabeth. Queef Elizabeth, lovely. <sighs> I I I find a way to have fun with these games. Yes, can tell. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's move on to class information here. It's got uh, some interesting ones here. So Diddy's Conquest, you got some cheat modes. Uh, let's see here. What does it let you do? Removes all the Donkey Kong barrels in the game. Music test option. You can start with 50 lives. Uh, remove all the Donkey Kong barrels and start with 50 lives. And uh, you can return from any bonus level and have Diddy and Dixie if you lost them previously. That's interesting. Super Mario Kart, you have you can pan did you know? It's not really a trick, it's more and more more of like instructions. Uh, <laughs> here's a, a new trick. Finish any time trial with no mistakes, uh, then choose the replay option. As you watch the film of your time trial, you can make the camera swing around your cart by holding the L or R button. So you can make a little film. For Tolero Boxer, it's just saying during the game's intro, you can control the robot's punches with the left and right triggers. So. Hmm. Toy Story has invincibility and stage skip. Uh, NBA Live 96, more hidden players of people that I really haven't heard of. Oh, Dr. J, Will Chamberlain. So I guess in between games, you can like fuck like 3,000 women. <laughs> you can get unlimited ammo in MechWarrior 3050. You can get uh, let's see, stage select for wild guns. Stage skip and select for prehistoric man. And then for Saturday Night Slam Masters, which is the Capcom <laughs> wrestling game. I thought it was John's new movie. <laughs> Why would it be John's new movie? Dude, look at, read the name again. Saturday Night Slam Masters? Yeah, think about Smash it. Smash Masters? Because <laughs> he's smashing that pussy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> or, you know, those oiled up wrestlers, whatever. Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, so you can, uh, to get a weapon into the ring, grab an item, stand to the right or left of the ring, jump towards the ring, press the attack button to throw the item into it. So you can throw your chair basically into the ring and then eat the crap. <laughs> this guy's holding a folding chair, but it looks like He-Man just like saying like, eh, the folding table is my penis. Yeah, I'm like he's holding a folding chair, it's a folding table. <laughs> yeah, and he's holding right across the level. And then Shaq Fu says control second world fighters. Don't know what that means. We're going to skip that. Stunt, ra stunt race FX. Uh, let's see here. If you're looking to... It says you're looking for some battle tracks competition, but there's no one around to challenge you. Here's a tip. Select the battle tracks mode and choose vehicles for both players. Wait for two seconds after the green light before you hit the gas. Any vehicle that's not activated by a controller after three seconds will be controlled by a computer. Oh my god. Weird. Wouldn't just include that normally? Yeah, you mean bots don't exist? Why wouldn't it just uh, why wouldn't it just put that in the game normally instead of being a hidden mode? Cause fuck you, that's why. So stupid. Alright. For Alien 3 is a whole bunch of codes, make you invisible invincible, take no damage. I don't know what the difference there is. Um <laughs> unlimited ammo and then options to combine all of the other above. I guess invincible means like you can like register hits, but your health won't go down, no damage means that they just clip right past you. 
Oh no, it says that at the bottom. In invincible mode, the aliens won't bug you. In, pa in fact, they pass right through you. With the no damage option, you'll get hit, but your life meter won't go down. Oh, so it's more like invisible. This is the first one. Invisible to uh, bad guys. Yeah, one is like, yeah, one is like ghost mode, the other is ghost mode. Ghost mode, yeah, that's right. Uh, Looney Tunes B-Ball says you can uh, morph for an extended amount of time. And then you can get even more continues in Arrow, the Acrobat. And then they have a whole crap ton of passwords here for a bunch of games like Castlevania Drake and X, Sink or Swim, Star Trek, Starfleet Academy, Urban Strike, Adventures of Batman and Robin, Mega Man X3, Frantic Flea, Buster Move, War 2410, Alien 3, Spider-Man Venom, Separation Anxiety, Mega Man 7, Scooby-Doo, Mutant Chronicles, Doom Troopers, Phantom 2040, and Boogerman, they're all pretty much level select codes, so nothing too exciting there, but if you want to do that, you can. All right, and then on to the next game, which is Pocahontas for Game Boy. So, I did not play this game, but I did watch a video about someone playing it, and it was pretty funny. Uh, if you look up CGR Pocahontas Game Boy review on YouTube, you'll find it. It's something something game room. I can't remember what, it's, what it stands for. But the guy had a video of the actual game cartridge sitting on the edge of a toilet, <laughs> while while the music theme song from the from the the game is playing, and he changed all the lyrics to the song and he's singing to it about how terrible <laughs> the game is. So. In the game... Can you shit with all the colors of the Game Boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rec highly recommend watching that video and not playing this game. So the game is... You, it's a platformer. It's a shitty platformer uh, where you play as Pocahontas. And you can change to uh, control a raccoon instead, which helps get you past certain puzzle areas. Um, but uh, yeah, play control is awful. And if you fall down anything, Pocahontas just falls straight down. You can't like maneuver left or right to fall on, say, a different branch of a giant tree that you have to climb up for no reason. And uh, doesn't really have anything to do with the movie, aside from have, looking like Pocahontas. And uh, um, apparently the raccoon can't swim. And... Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much it. The only thing good graphically about the game is uh, Pocahontas's hair is pretty uh, pretty well animated, but aside from that, uh, not a whole lot of definition to it. it looks pretty plain, and uh, I would avoid it. So, well, EG EGM gave the Genesis version seven out of ten. Well, like this is the Game Boy version we're talking about here. Yeah, nobody mentioned the Game Boy version at all, so it didn't even rate. Like like I said, go check out that CGR video on YouTube. Oh, it says that there was a Super Nintendo version, but it was canceled due to development being too far behind hmm. to coincide with the Mega Drive Genesis release. Shocking. <laughs> what could have what what could have been? We were denied. Mm -hmm. All right, and then next up is the Game Boy port for College Slam, which was the NBA Jam ripoff knockoff, um, made by the same company, Acclaim. And it is exactly like NBA Jam on the Game Boy. So, if you like the NBA Jam for Game Boy, then you'll love this. It's the same game. 
And if you like a mini jam at all, then you should play it not on Game Boy at all. So there you have it. That's the game. Done. All right. Next up, we're, for some reason, we're talking about Legend of Zelda Links to the Past. Mike, you take over. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> well, we get to see clips from the comic, which was amazing. And also, just little uh, top questions like, how do I reach the book in the library? Well, you slam it with your Pegasus shoes. How do I reach the top of Death Mountain? You use warps to... Uh, you warp through the dark world to get past areas that have uh, no stairs. And then you defeat the Moldorm by slashing its tail and making it blow up. Then uh, you pay a monkey to let you in the Dark Palace. Uh, you can remove a curse on your magic by sprinkling magic powder on the statue. A misguided monster puts a curse on your magic. While he thinks he's doomed you, he's actually cut your magic consumption in half. This is a curse you want to keep. So the answer is you don't get rid of it. It helps you. And then there's a gossip shop and a place where you can find the four bottles, which is great if you really want to uh, stack up on those bottles and get, you know, get potions, those, fairies. No, get those fairies, son. All about them fairies. Yes. And then you uh, talk about freeing the blind, the prisoner of blind, which turns out to actually be blind. Spoiler alert, 25 years later. <laughs> and uh, it says, how many enemies can you defeat with the Ice Rod? The Ice Rod can freeze minor enemies, but did you know some major enemies are vulnerable? You can obtain the Ice Rod before you win the first pendant, but you won't have enough power to defeat a major enemy until you carry three magic bottles full of potion. And, uh, well, it doesn't actually say... Well, a hardy adventurer might be able to smite four guardians... But it doesn't say what that is. So, you know what? For a tell-all section, you're really not telling all. <laughs> Find out more when you pay us some money if you haven't already. You don't... It, doesn't he even mention the Chris Hulahan room? No. It's not going to do that. Come Tricks. on now. No. So, moving on to Castle's Corner. <laughs> did they ever mention it in one of the issues? I think they did, didn't they? They did. It must have been like in one of the uh, one of the near ending ones when they're just like, "All right, we're shutting down the magazine." So, here's what you pricks have been missing. I thought I talked about it already. Maybe not. Okay, not here though. Mike, take us through Counselor's Corner. Uh, we've got this lady who looks like she's got like, I don't know. She looks like some old, like. Venice Boardwalk Gypsy. Mm, but her name is Ariane Sex. I mean, Sirex. <laughs> Meow. And she's telling us how to execute animalities and defeat Mataro in Mortal Kombat 3. And then we got a guy who looks like Skeet Ulrich <laughs> telling us. And his name is Sean Bloom. And he's telling us in Breath of Fire 2, where do we find Blue? And where are the water and earth shamans? And which characters make the best party? Which is helpful because this game's got like 16 different combinations, but only like four or five are good. And the rest are poop. Mm. Is it a house party? And then, what kind of house party <laughs> is it? Uh, well, it's a... Well, I guess it's like a, an S-club party because that party don't stop. Mm. Okay. 
And then Sherry Brown is telling us in Secret of the Stars, how do you find the gold nail? Well, make sure Dan has joined your party, and then you can search a construction site and find it. Then you defeat... How to defeat a, a, a pair of fighters called Bingo and Leech. And then it asks you, uh, where's a good place to build levels? And uh, this is a nice little answer. It tells you where to do the most grinding when you're at low levels and at high levels. So, good job. And then James... Varage. I'll tell you where you do the most grinding. Such a mother's <laughs> house. <laughs> So James Vanderbeek is telling us how to defeat the genie in Link's Awakening, as well as the slime eel. And uh, the, the the trick is stun him with the hook shot, and then uh, I guess you have to yeah you have to pull him from the wall, and then you can slash his uh, his throat. Mm-hmm. Boy, Link is a savage fucker. Yep, I love these questions for Booger Man. Uh, it says, what are the plungers for? If you collect 30 plungers in a level, you receive an extra booger man. What are the pimples pimples for? They're good for scoring bonus points and ruining your chances for a date. <laughs> Where is booger man's life meter? He doesn't have one. If his cape is red, he's at full strength. If the cape is yellow, he's one hit away from being toast. <laughs> All right, now playing. I'll start us off with College Slam for the Game Boy. Come on and slam. College Slam for Game Boy makes it to the Final Four in its class. Good speed, real logos, and schools. Fun options including CPU speed control and clone strategies. Passwords. However, no two-player option. No Super Game Boy enhancements. Doom. (laughs) Doom the way it was meant to be played. No. It says good excitement factor, good graphics, and no online delay. What was the first Doom online? What this the is didn't mean well. This is interesting. So they're like reviewing, re-reviewing Doom, which has requirements X-Band modem. So they're they're reviewing Doom if you use the X-Band modem. This is weird. Huh? Was it? Did Doom have like a a multiplayer? It's it's compatible with that X-Band modem, so you can play people from around the country. Did the did the computer Doom have multiplayer? I I don't know. Well, it says good excitement factor, good graphics, and no online delay. It looks pretty good for a Super Nintendo game, actually. I thought that there was a shitty Doom version. Was there a Doom for... No, there wasn't a Doom for the NES. No, there was not. But no, this was... Well, Doom for Super Nintendo is actually pretty good and was like a big technical accomplishment to get it on there. Oh, it may have been Wolfenstein that I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. A few bugs are still present. No recap or victory screen, so you don't even know if you won. Fuck you. <laughs> Kirby's Block Ball for Game Boy. Kirby's. Oh my god, this insert looks like the Sheriff of Sucking You Off. What? You've never seen that? The Sheriff of Sucking You Off? What are you talking about? It's a, It's this guy... It's like someone took like a... a lo, like You know those, uh, those uh, logos that you see? Like the hundred... Which is like a, a red hundred. Like yes. it showed up as an emoji. Yes, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, well, anyway. Um, I'm going to send it to you right now. All right. Apparently he's a sheriff. Okay, where am I looking Come here? On. Am I looking in Skype or am I looking in Messenger? 
Uh, messenger. Okay. Let's take a look here. Emoji sheriff. And read what he says. <laughs> he says... It loads. Howdy, I'm the sheriff of sucking you off. I'm going to suck you off. <laughs> Okay. Now look at the look at the shape of this guy and tell me that this guy it's not that Kirby's Yeah, it's not it's not far off. So we're looking at a a screenshot from Kirby's block ball and it's got a guy made of similar blocks. Uh and he's, and, he, and he's going to suck off Kirby. Which is ironic cuz Kirby's going to suck him up. <laughs> Kirby's back on is the ball. A, it, it, Kirby's epic 69. <laughs> Kirby's blow bang party. (laughs) (laughs) That's after he's done. After he shows you what he's got. Uh, (laughs) Lovely. Uh, Great fun with plenty of stages and bonus areas. And they said, where did all that memory go? Which is a odd statement to make. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Why the fu- why the fuck? But Nintendo brings back one of the best adventure games ever for the Super NES. Well, it's worth it, though. Why doing it? Great gameplay, excellent graphics, and sound great price. The negative is you'll want even more. So they are, this is basically an advertisement <coughs> slapped in here. They're even telling you that the price is a low $34.99. Yeah, I guess the like we uh, Ivan and I noticed this in the last one. They were talking about like uh, people don't have to worry about uh, the Zelda shortage, so it seems like at this time they ran out mm-hmm. and people their demand was going through the roof, and they're just like we we don't have them, so there must have been a a chip shortage. Hmm. Interesting. All right, Mark Davis is the fishing master. Natsume hooks up with the best ass man in the country, Mark Davis. <laughs> nice and simple, you don't have to wait hours for a strike. No unrealistic fishy views. However, the fish don't fight back. Lots of challenge and variety. And poke hot ass. Steps out of the Disney film and onto a Super Game Boy pack from Black Pearl. Good animation, good themes. However, play control challenged... Difficult to tell foregrounds from backgrounds. <laughs> that's kind of key. Okay. Yeah, that's in, in a platformer. You really should be. It really should be clear what's solid ground. Not you shouldn't have to rely on on days of failed experience. Mm-hmm. Power pigs of the dark age. Pigs do fly in this farcical fairy tale from Titus. Fun and fairly challenging. Good theme, cool moves. However, passwords are few and far between. Hit detection is poor, and some jumps are nearly impossible. Is he swimming? I believe so, with a sword sticking out of his ass. And a shit-eating grin on his face. (laughs) Maybe he's using the sword as, like, a propeller. (laughs) <laughs> a butt plug slash tail fin. <laughs> butt plug slash tail fin. Yes. The sword up his ass is his tail fin. And he loves it. <laughs> all right. Okay, so you, did you tell us it was fun and challenging? Uh, yes, I did all that. 
Okay, then Super Mario Kart. It's a race, a battle, and a whole lot more. It's Super Mario Kart back again. And it says, great fun for one or two players, excellent play control, lots of replay value, X-Band, two-player contests, new low price. The negative, Mode 7 graphics can be a little overwhelming for some players. Oh shit, there's too, much, there's too much graphics. There's too many graphics. People called bitches. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, and shocking. Guess what has five stars from Editor Picks? Oh, Nintendo exclusive games? Oh, Curry's Block Ball, Legend of Zelda, and Super Mario Kart. And then one, one brave soul gave, tossed a star out to College Slam for Game Boy. So clearly a, uh, they had to throw some old games in here. Otherwise, they would have only had that one, two, three, four, five games released for Nintendo this month, which is pretty piss poor, for, especially for the life cycle that they're in. All right. So what's coming down the pike here? For Watch, we have Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run, Kirby's Super Deluxe which is a multi-game format in Japan. Interesting. Five adventure games and three specialty games. Okay. And then we have something called Dragon. So a, What's that? Yeah, so it's a so it's a Kirby sampler platter. I yeah, I have no idea. It must be So it's like it's like WarioWare with Kirby. Yeah. Uh okay. Dragon Hopper for Virtual Boy. Don't know if this was actually released. It was made by Nintendo, so was this like an RPG? It's here. It's being called Dragon Leaps to High Platforms. I'm Google, I'm googling this. <laughs> All right, I'll move on. Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three. Right, because we had Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two Turbo, Street Fighter Two Alpha, then Mortal Kombat Three, and now Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three. Because you can't just say four, because then people might expect a little too much originality. So it was canceled and not released. And, um, yeah, so they're basically talking about the Nintendo uh, Power Preview. Huh. And then Tetris Attack. But I, which, I think you can find the ROM, though, online, though, for the, the demo. Woo! And Bound High. Which, again, looks like it's featuring the disembodied head of Clank. <laughs> I hope they get canceled. It looks awful. It looks and then Olympics Summer Games. Oh, that has an isometric perspective for running? Oh, and don't forget the first-person view for archery. Oh, that's weird. That's awkward-looking. Interesting. That looks like uh, out-of-this-world graphics. Yes. And it's for the Super Nintendo, so they're really pushing this thing to the to the limits, but oh. not in a way that looks great. It's from Black Pearl, creators of Pocahontas for Game Boy. And they're also coming Ooh. out with the Game Boy um, version for the same game. And then they have a, a game called Mohawk and Headphone Jack from THQ, which I believe was released. Have you ever seen anybody with a mohawk that goes straight down to their ass crack? Uh, Blanca does, right? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, that's a it's a problem. And then Lufia too. I liked, I liked Lufia. It was like good graphics, good play control, good, mm. nice music. 
a fun time. And this is the uh, the sequel to it, which was actually this is the prequel to it, because it takes place in the first Legend of Lufia, which uh, strangely enough, the first Lufia, you get to play like the ending of this game, which wasn't even made yet, and then you're uh, the descendants of the characters. So now you get to play the ancestors. Nice. They have another Bassmasters game coming out. It's been called The Brainies. Uh, they have their That's Brainlock. Brainlock? Why does it say The Brainies under it? Because uh, it's brain-related. It says the game called The Brainies. Uh, brain, well, I guess, well, Brainlock is just like the title of the, uh, the paragraph. Yeah, that's what they called it. Right. They're announcing they're coming out with the Player's Choice series of games, which is going to be re-releasing older games that are popular for a little, little bit less money. Uh, and then talk about um, a nice hockey game coming out for Super NES. And then they briefly describe the Mission Impossible game for the N64 coming out. So let's move on to the Player's Ball Contest. Third prize. You could win a Nintendo Power t-shirt, which is a new design. And it looks like it has Diddy and Donkey on the front of that. That's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Second prize, you could win a Nico flashback radio-controlled race car and Super Mario Kart for your Super NES. And the grand prize, you get a set of two uh, go-karts. A pair of real-life go-karts complete with safety cages and custom helmets, Super Mario Kart for your Super NES, and 10 pounds of bananas. <laughs> Man, so you could actually play Mario Kart and like throw bananas yeah. at, your, at your just just to be a dick. That's funny. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it has all like. Can you the, imagine going to a? Can you imagine going to a go kart track and they're like, okay, so which one of these would you like? Oh, none of that for me. I brought my I own. I brought my own rig. Yeah. <laughs> none of the stock shit. Yeah, these are pretty nice. Although they don't have a lot of like they don't have the um, the protective cage around the outside so it's just kind of open so you can't go ramming people with it in other words you gotta, <laughs> you gotta be pretty careful but they have all that I thought, you were, I, th- I, thought I thought you were going to devolve back into Sean Connery for a second <laughs> wow that was Spe- speaking of wide open and ready to ram <laughs> speaking of wide open and ready to ram I hear the mother's got a leg spread the next door Okay, and then coming next issue, they're talking about Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run, the making of Doom N64, and then they have previews for E3, and finally we'll get to the Power Award results, and we'll attempt to bring back Ivan and Dylan um, for that piece. So that's going to be next next issue. And then they're telling us that about some gear you can get through the Super Power Supplies catalog, which is all Ken Griffey Jr. stuff, including a bat, pog, uh, pogs and slammers, a jersey, and a hat. So there you have it. Another issue in the bag. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, you want to find out more about us, you can find us out. Find us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. All of our old episodes and links to our other stuff is on our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. Mike, do you have anything to add? Uh, check out the Graveyard Shift and Technobabble. Yay. And uh, 
this was a good issue. Wish I had more time with these games. Maybe when we run out of issues, we can just like sort of like do a uh, a rewind, and instead of talking about the magazine, we can just talk about the games featured in each magazine. <laughs> Maybe. I kind of like this. We got it. We got, we have to keep this going, <laughs> do we? <laughs> All right. Stay tuned and find out. All right. I do. It defines me. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm desperate. (laughs) And now you're playing with desperation. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with 